Welcome to Home Selling Hero, hosted by real estate veteran Tom Didier. Each week, we break down today's ultra-hot home sellers market and give you the tips, tricks, and guidance to navigate the selling process and get the most out of selling your home. Proudly presented by the Tom Didier team. Let's jump in. Hello and welcome to the introductory episode of Home Selling Hero. I'm Rob Conlon, executive producer of this show, and we're here today with Tom Didier, broker owner and leader of the Tom Didier real estate team. Tom is the future host of this show, and it's great to have you here, my friend. Thanks for joining me to help me kick things off here. Happy to be here. To give our listeners a bit more context, the goal of this episode is to share what they can expect from this podcast. But before we jump into that, Tom, what's the biggest challenge that real estate is facing today? The biggest challenge is very much the inventory problem. We have the lowest inventory ever in history. Every type of real estate, single family homes, duplexes, rentals, apartment buildings, even commercial, there's a shortage of. So that's the challenge right now today. When was the last time we saw poor inventory like this, Tom? Honestly, so I've been doing this 27 years, so I hope I have a pretty good mm -hmm. range to choose from, but we've never seen it. We have seen the opposite, where we had way too big of a supply of homes, which led to the end of 2005, early 2006, when the market realized, wow, we have way too many homes. And that's kind of when the crash came and people were over-mortgaged and they owned too many homes and too many homes were sitting empty. Buyers and investors were buying homes and selling them before ever occupying them. And then we had that storm. So yeah, in 27 years, no, there's nothing to compare to. I'm sure I haven't taken the time to look back in the history books of real estate to see when we had this kind of inventory problem. Maybe I should. <laughs> but yeah, in 27 years, we've never dealt with this. When you can get somebody probably the best, you know, wealth building asset they ever have. I will say in this time, it's very challenging. And so, you know, episode by episode, how to put yourself in the best position. And there's all sorts of new tips and tricks that we have. Because, you know, you're, if you're a first-time homebuyer, it's, it's very likely that your offer is being presented along with nine other offers. That's not an exaggeration. And in some oh. cases, that is probably too few offers. It's not unusual to see 15 and 20 offers. Wow. It's just the way it is right now. Well, that's pretty wild here. And I think one of the main points of this podcast is helping folks sell their house in this wild and crazy market, Tom. My question to you is, who is this podcast for? And and I don't think the, the term anyone is going to quite cut it here. At this very moment in time, I hope that my experience can benefit home sellers because we have this multiple offer situation going on where sellers are receiving tons of offers and they don't know what to do with it. Fortunately, we have a lot of experience with that, and that's what we're getting better at as time goes on. Taking a look at the home selling process here, Tom, on kind of the head side of the coin here, folks who are selling their home for the first time, that seems like kind of a scary proposition to me. I mean, I've owned a home for just shy of, I think it's nine years now, and this is our starter home, but I'm looking at this and going, maybe someday I have to sell this place. What's in this show for folks who are apprehensive about going, wow, it's a really great market to sell in, but I don't really want to give up my house because I don't know if I can buy a new one. That is certainly one of the challenges that the market has. Our job, you know, if, if you're hiring us to sell your house, our job is to be a real estate agent and take all of the emotion out of this, you know, basically get you top dollar for your house 
and more importantly, help you choose? Because you're going to have a lot of offers in this market. You're, if your house is priced accordingly, and that's our job too, is to, to give you a, a very accurate fair market value. If we do that in this market, you're going to have multiple offers. So our job then is to go over all of the terms and conditions, which there are a ton. We're not going to get through every term and condition of a real estate offer in one episode, certainly probably not even five. But to kind of start talking about those terms and conditions and have a seller understand which ones are most important. It's super easy to pick the highest price. Anybody can do that. But if you dive into the terms and conditions, that's really where the meat of the offer is. Mm. And that really tells you what your chance as a seller is of seeing that dollar value. As time goes on, right, this podcast will evolve and we'll figure out what people want to hear. I hope that after 27 years in the business, I have some knowledge that I can share with people and help, you know, help both sides of the coin. The one constant has been, even if you take a look at the 2007 to 2012 years, real estate is an awesome investment. It's a great long-term investment right now being like the last 24 months. You could argue that it's been a great short-term investment for sellers because you could have bought two years ago and, you know, get a really nice return on your investment. But Flip that house, right? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But I'd like to teach people to look at it long-term and you know, get into the game, whether it's your first time home or you're buying a rental property or commercial, whatever it is. There's lots of options to get into real estate. And I'm hoping I can find a few sellers that want to cash in. Tom, I'm going to ask you, the, this is going to be a tough one because it's going to involve a little bit of real narrowing things down. What is the number one thing that folks do wrong when they want to sell their home? The number one thing is taking the highest price isn't always the best thing. But shouldn't I want to get the most money? Yep, but if you if that's not going to come to fruition and now we've lost out on 35 days and we have to start over, you might not see that number again. And now we've actually hurt ourselves by taking the offer loaded with contingencies that never got met. So that's probably the number one uh, mistake I've seen is that sellers get pretty emotional over the price when they choose that. In a different market, in a different market, the biggest mistake a seller can make is not pricing their house high enough. I've seen lots of sellers go too low. I've seen lots of sellers not take our advice seriously and not get the house ready for sale. So there is a a list of things that need to be done to really achieve that highest and best price. Interesting. Now, one of the things I wanted to ask you from that question there, Tom, was how do folks get emotionally involved with the pricing of their house? I'm really curious as to how that works. Well, I think it's pretty easy to understand, right? If I bring you an offer of 100000 another one of 200000 another one of 300000 you're going to want to see 300000 um, But again, that's normal. Who Everybody wants the highest price. Right, but sure. If the one, and then those are exaggerated options, obviously. Of course. Um, but if the one in the middle is guaranteed, we're probably going to tell you to take the one in the middle. Again, every single transaction is different, and every single transaction has different terms and conditions. But yeah, again, that's our job is to kind of break that down for you. Gotcha. So for half a second, I thought that was people like being, you know, a little bit stubborn, like I know what I got and not necessarily budging Uh, on price. Is that, is that? There's a lot of that. And again, that's a very normal human emotion. So any seller, it's normal, right? Don't you think your house is better than your neighbor's? I don't even know where your house is. You probably think it's better than the house next to you, right? Using an example here, but you think it's nicer. That's just, that's normal. So that's our job too, is to recognize that every seller, you know, we're going to tell you a hundred thousand. They're going to think a hundred, five, hundred, seven. 110. And I'm probably going to use examples on this podcast that aren't real, like a $100,000 sure. house, which 
doesn't exist. That's a unicorn. Yeah, I was going to say, man, I was looking at 150s a number of years ago, and I was like... I don't have any $100,000 listings for you to buy, unfortunately. But that is part of the emotion, I would say, now that you bring it up, is that is a normal seller's emotion to think that they've got something more. And it's our job to recognize that. But at the end of the day, our job is to look at it from a non-emotional, scientific appraisal kind of view and say, here's what the market is. Your house is... Nothing more than a depreciating asset competing with a bunch of other depreciating assets. And we just got to figure out what that value is. Gotcha. So you're not out here to crush dreams or anything like that. You're out here to give people a real analysis of Mm. what their home can sell for and make it so that it it does sell at that price, correct? Oh, and it's totally different. I mean, 2022 here, we we walk into a seller's house and we usually walk out and they love us, you know, because we're giving them real information and they're, they're like, wow, that's really good. I remember like 2008, 2009, it was tough, man. Like you go into a house and you have perfect comparables and I can tell these people exactly what their house is worth within like $5,000 and they look back and say, oh. no, that's no, we, we will not sell for that. We cannot sell for that. And yeah, that was the market we were in at the time. And a lot of people chose to stay in their house or eventually take a loss or just keep the house as a rental property, which is obviously will be at least a few episodes of my show is the whole rental property investment marketplace. We've got a separate division that handles property management and uh, investments. But um, that, that, and that business was born out of the 2006 to 2010 crash where values were going. Values were going down. They weren't going up. They weren't crashing, but they just weren't going in the right direction. So this is fun to be a realtor now. It's, it's great to go into a seller's house and, you know, they think it's worth 100 and you're like, nah, it's worth 119. Wow. So Right. So you can get them that that extra value, which I'm, I'm sure sometimes encourages folks to sell, which is a, sure. a really good thing for, yeah. you know, so, for all parties involved. They wind up happy with, you know, big check in their pocket. And of course, you know, that helps your business and all sorts of great things like that. So As long as we find them a place to go. Right. That's the other thing, too, is, you know, uh, organizing the purchase of that next home or whether it's upgrade, downgrade, upsize, downsize, I'm sure is a very useful topic that we could probably visit a number of episodes on this show about. That is very correct. we got all sorts of topics we'll be discussing. Well, good deal, Tom. So last but not least here, Tom, how can listeners connect with you in case they have ideas for episode topics or maybe a guest that they think would be perfect on the show? Maybe there's somebody in their life that is thinking about selling their home and they're not quite sure who to pull the trigger with. How should they reach out? Well, I don't know, Rob. You're the producer. You tell me. But (laughs) there's no privacy in my job. So it's pretty much my job to give everybody my personal cell and my email. You can literally call, text, or email me 24-7. I probably shouldn't say that. But you know what? I'm going to test that later. He's going to be real unhappy when yeah. I uh, start pinging him at 1:24 in the morning. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. It'll be unsilent, but you're welcome to. I won't be. I won't be angry. If I wake up to a lead, that's great, right? Turn my phone off at 10:30 p.m. and wake up to a text or an email, or even a voicemail for somebody that needs help. That's fine. Sure, that's absolutely great. Any social media we should be aware of, Tom? Yeah, so we've got it all, right? I mean, we've got the Facebook, Twitter, and the Instagram, and all that stuff. SellingMilwaukee.com is, is my team's website, and we, use, we make use of that quite a bit. Tom, thank you so much for letting us know where we can contact you and, of course, your team to uh, see if you can be our home-selling hero, which I think is absolutely fantastic. This is going to wrap it for our introductory episode. 
I'm really excited about this show, Tom, and I think it's going to provide a lot of value to folks out there who are looking for someone to kind of answer the call for them to guide them on their home selling journey. And of course, listeners, make sure you come back, tune into episode one of Home Selling Hero, where we'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening to Home Selling Hero. For more, subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform and connect with Tom across LinkedIn, Instagram, and Twitter. If you have a question about selling your home or buying your next one, reach out to Tom at tom at tomdidier.com or call or text him directly at 414-881-3290. Home Selling Hero is a production of Tom Didier Real Estate in partnership with Westport Studios. This podcast is for informational purposes only, and any information presented during the course of discussion is presented as reliable under the laws of the state of Wisconsin. Be sure to consult a local agent in order for any nuances where you may live.